0: This is CliffCentral.com.
1: Welcome back to The Good Stuff, Cliff Central's very own happy hour with myself, Brendan Deque, the Good News Guy, Good Things Guy, Good Stuff Guy, and also we have Kerry, who's sitting right next to me, the Good News Girl. Kerry, how are you doing?
2: Good morning. I'm good, thanks to
1: you. I feel like your mic isn't on.
2: I feel that too.
1: So, let's do a (laughs) testing, testing, (laughs) one, one, two, three, three. coming to you live from Cliff Central Studios is Mm -hmm. The Good
2: Stuff. Good morning. (laughs)
1: crowd goes wild um it's tuesday everybody and we love tuesdays we get to hang out with you guys um uh, bring you really good news we dig through it to find it also we bring you a bunch of inspirational stories and really cool things that you can then take to your dinner tables and water coolers to really talk about because we're so sick of the cuck news mm-hmm. Mm, what do we have? We have petrol prices going up. We have the media which are refusing to show protests or election adverts. Um, we have our presidency that is doing great things, mm. and uh, <laughs> we are, we're not going to talk about any of that. No. We're not, not going to touch on that. We're not going to bring that up. Um, there will be the, the one thing that we will be doing later is um, the petrol price thing is a bit. It's you know they've now announced that the petrol price is going to be going up every month. That is what they announced. What? But what I'm going to have for you later in the show is a You're little... going to give us free petrol. I'm going to give you... I'm like Oprah. <laughs> if everybody looks you under their chairs right now, you get, now, you get, you get some petrol. You get some petrol. No, that's not what's going on. We're going to give you tips on how to save petrol because that's important.
2: That is very important. Yeah, so I've got... And they're making, like 10. they're making cars these days anyway. That's... Um, are fuel efficient
1: fuel efficient and battery and all things like that yes. um right so this is the good stuff cliff central's very own happy hour that's what you're tuned into uh if you need to get inspired or want some good news nudge a friend get involved tune in we're all about that kerry and i will be kicking off the show with the good news we literally dig through the trenches of the stuff that you see online to bring you the top five good news stories every single tuesday so it's what's been sort of trending in the past week yes. uh, we also get to interview Penguin published author and international speaker Chris Page who launched a tribute to Nelson Mandela photo competition that it ends on Mandela Day on the 18th of July so they're still busy with it now they got really cool judges like Zelda Zelda Lagrange Derek Watts uh, there's Wackhead Simpson and me yay <laughs> I'm also one of the judges um, I don't know what I'm going to be judging so I need to find out what exactly that is um but that's cool. So we've got Hedman Studio. We've also got uh, Joy from Hospice Witz, who's the nice. marketing manager. Awesome. I'm excited to speak to her because they do really cool stuff, yes, right? They do. You know, um, tough times it's you only know about these things when you have to go through it exactly and uh, and so i'm excited to bring you to the sort of hospital stuff that's yeah. cool uh and then we also catch up with the ceo sympathy sleep it's what we bring you every week to the lead up to the actually day actual day which i'm quite excited about and today we have sun internationals zoila in studio with us um she's sitting in the lounge Ooh. busy talking which is crazy she's mingling She's mingling. And then we'll be ending off the show today as we do every week with the Huddle Up Girls to bring you Change One Thing, Change Everything. They're ready to go. They're waving. We're all good to go. Ke- <laughs> it's Tuesday, yo. Yay. What's been happening? Wowzers. Okay. So last week, Kerry and I were so flippin' excited. We got to go to the Twitter <laughs> Blanket Drive. Yes. Um, Which collected thousands of blankets. Lots of blankets. And if, awesome. you, if you don't know the story, it's Melanie Minar in 2010. So that's six years ago. Seven years ago. I think it was ten, two, two, 2009 is when she did it. So oh, okay. seven Six, years seven ago. Seven years ago. My math is shocking. Okay. Uh, she tweeted, and Twitter, I don't think, was such a big thing seven years ago. But she was. it was a cold winter's night, and she sort of just felt really sorry for the people in need and, yeah. and maybe people that don't have homes. So she tweeted, what if every single South African donates one blanket to a good cause? Mm. Imagine what a change that would make. Exactly. And it did. Seven years later, the Twitter blanket drive is still going strong. Collecting thousands of blankets every year, and this year was no different. I got to be the MC. You and were you, there.
2: You did a blanket dive. I did a blanket so a dive. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was super, super fun. We had a good night. Uh, good food. They give you free food.
2: That food was amazing. Mm, so it was good. So and was hot, hot chocolate. chocolate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was a cool night, and more so, we got to. We got to. Uh, collect blankets that are going to be given to various charities around the country. So that's the important thing there. Well, other stuff that we need to catch up on, um, the Comrades Marathon Go Sandile. Yes. So, care okay, uh. we, we were talking about the story for the past three weeks. Yes. Um, Sandile is an incredible human being who is a double amputee, so he lost both his legs um, due to causes i don't yeah. know I, mean, I don't want to get into it yeah. but um he decided he was ne- he was never a runner before mm. and he decided that he was going to do this
2: run the ned bank green mile
1: at the comrades yes. he's the first double amputee teenager to ever mm-hmm. do it and joe public united decided to print all of the tweets with the hashtag that said go sandile onto the road for yes. him and they needed four and a half thousand tweets. Yeah. And I, I do believe that about 500 of those were yours. <laughs> I saw I him tweeting you on Sunday. I every
2: day. I said I would.
1: I saw him tweeting you on Sunday. Yes. And he was like, you're an incredible
2: Thank human you. being. And Thank he was it. resting. He was going to be resting yesterday. He was resting yesterday. I tweeted him again. Yeah. Because he made it. He did it. Of course he did. Yes. Did
1: you think he wouldn't? No,
2: I didn't think that at all.
1: He had South Africa behind him he on really the floor. He
2: did. Everybody, I was—I mean, there were there were so many people on Facebook, on Twitter. It was amazing.
1: Man, it's cool.
2: And his long carpet. Of it was, feed.
1: you know what, the comrades was an epic thing. I love watching it every year. Um, my dad, my stepdad, he runs every year. He's done 27 consecutive years of what? comrades, 27 consecutive years. I saw years. someone
2: tweeting saying, uh, when is next year's one? Because they want to, they're so inspired that they want to start training for next year.
1: Well, I told my <laughs> mom and my dad that they need to stop inviting me to the comrades breakfasts every week. Um, the week before comrades, they do this like club breakfast. Mm. And I asked my mom next year, Please don't invite me, because I always leave wanting to run.
2: Exactly, and uh, it's too
1: late. Well, no, because, you know, running is hard.
2: <laughs> running you, is hard. You
1: can't just decide, cool, man, I'm going to run, and that's sort of what I'm going to be doing. When you, It takes a lot of training. Know. You're going to
2: mm. wake up at like 4 every morning. Shh, don't say words. <laughs>
1: even, even in winter, you've got to be know. running shoes yeah. on, get going.
2: Uh-uh, not no thanks.
1: Not for me, not for me, not for me. Uh, so, I wanted to ask you. Yes, you emailed me about a story. Yes. There was something that's, Yes. who are these people, what's okay. going on for listen?
2: It's called the DL link. The, okay. D, the, the DL, DL link. link. Basically what they are is a nonprofit organization. Um, they offer patients afflicted with cancer and their families lifestyle support. Um, they attend to the soft issues of the journey. So they offer all services at no charge. Um, uh, basically, it's a service. So okay. they, they make I mean they give they give cancer patients um, a bit of laugh. And really. and what are they looking for? Okay, so basically um, today the uh, competition closes. That the Barnyard Theatre offers organisations um, a free event.
1: How do how and do we they, how do we help? So
2: them? you can go onto the DL link on Facebook. Uh, and what I'll do is I will put up the barnyard request. So you have to fill in the form and vote for the, for them. So we'll put that up on Facebook, uh, share it, vote and get involved, guys. Right, you know
1: what? You know, We're going to put that all up there so that you can find it. The big thing here, and I always say it, it's easy to be online and be doing things like Twitter and Facebook and whatever, mm. but it's called slacktivism when you don't actually activate exactly. and you don't actually do something behind that. We've actually got someone on the line who is doing something. He's physically doing something. He decided that he's going to raise awareness and, and sort of funds for rhinos. He's called it Hope for Horns, I think. And Dan mm-hmm. Dan embarked on his Hope for Horns Rhino Awareness <laughs> War in may um he's walking 922 kilometers from a game reserve i think in south africa to botswana and he's on the line dan how are you doing right
3: yourself
1: it's uh it's great to speak to you you and i have been chatting for a while over email that we've been trying to sort of get you on the show and and i wanted you in studio but i didn't realize that you were walking every flippin day are you absolutely mental or is this a good a good thing to do for a good cause
3: Um. A little bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> so I tell you, I that for that. so so walking 30 kilometers every day for over a month. They so sort of look at me a little bit crazy, I guess.
2: Wow.
1: No, I would think so. Where where are you now?
3: Um, so I'm actually literally just about three kilometers outside of Aziris, in the northwest province.
1: That's absolutely insane. And how long, how long have you been w- walking for now?
3: Uh, I've been walking since the 1st of May. In um, the next two kilometers, I'll actually reach my... Eight hundred kilometer
1: mark. Wow, and and we're going to be doing nine hundred and twenty-two kilometers in total.
3: In yeah, that's, uh, pretty much. close to the end, uh, Saturday I will be finishing.
2: Oh my word!
1: So, so the aim is Saturday. Um, you're doing this to raise awareness for rhinos. What exactly is the campaign about?
2: Um, so, so the whole sort
3: of sort of behind it, so the story behind it is, you know, I've noticed, you know, there's been a lot of talk about it as. Uh, uh, over the years and over the last month, there's a lot of people doing sort of various projects, and you know it seems like everyone's almost just rushed to, to come to normal because rhinos. You know, see, they are getting poached. So uh, it's sort of just happening all around, and um, I don't think people really understand, you know, how bad it is. You know, how you know how it's happening every single day, and they don't realise that. You know, maybe 10 years from now, from one year for rhino. and Yes, we actually hold 83% of the world, the world's population is right there in South Africa. So, you know, if we pretty much lose that population
1: or... Well, you know, then, they're, then they're gone, they're gone. gone. Exactly. And, and that's the reality. And I think what you're yeah. doing is absolutely phenomenal. You're only 22 years old. You're walking 45 days in, in South Africa. Um, that's mm, heat, mm, sweltering mm. heat. Even though it's winter, I'm sure you're, you're in that. Um, are you doing it assisted? What, what is the deal? Like, where are you sleeping? What, what's going on?
3: Um, so we've actually got. uh fine trying to kick out the vehicle with uh, rooftop paint, um, so we're pretty much self-sufficient. And um, but we've had a lot of luck along the way. And um, B&Bs, campsite. You know, we spent last night a, at a B&B, and the gentleman fantastic. You know, wake up early morning to give us coffee this morning at four thirty. So cool. Breakfast, you know, for the road, and so yeah, people have been fantastic along the way, giving us accommodation. That's really awesome. And, so it's been fantastic to see everyone sort of helping out.
1: Okay, but we're not, we're not just doing this to get healthy and to be out there or just to raise awareness. You're also trying to raise funds. How do people get involved? How do they follow your story? How do they actually donate something?
3: Well, uh, so if people just want to know a bit about sort of the actual reasoning behind the nine hundred and twenty two kilometers, uh, the company I work for and beyond, we uh project in 2012 where we translocated six rhino to Botswana. From Pindar Private Reserve, which is just um, sort of north of Durban, and we drove them across the country all the way to Botswana. So I'm actually walking the exact same route that those uh, very first six rhino were uh, translocated to to Botswana. And um, they did fantastically well. They've done so well in Botswana that we are now currently trying to relocate 100 rhinos to Botswana. Sure. Absolutely. um, Sorry, it's just to try to get at least maybe one rhino. Um, out of that 100 um, news.
1: And we want to we help you get there. What are, the, what are the social media links? How can people follow your journey?
3: Yeah, so if people want to, um, you can go on to www.gofundme.com uh, forward slash Hope for Horns. Uh, that's my funding page. And well, obviously all the details are on Facebook and Instagram, Hope for Horns. And then if people just want to see where I am across the country, I've got uh, a satellite GPS tracker with me at all times. Uh, given to me by Spot Africa, and they can go straight into the Facebook page. On the top of the page, the first post is a link, That's and so you funny. can literally check me as a go. It stops every 15 minutes, so you can see where I am four-day busy walking. Love Very it, cool. Dan, we're going to
1: put all of that up online so that people can follow you and get in touch and, and sponsor and raise the awareness. Um, I'm, really, I'm really proud of what you're doing, and it's really flippin' cool. Um, I wish I had the stamina and, and that you do and, and what you're doing. It's great having you on the good stuff. Uh, good luck with the rest of the journey. We'll follow you and hopefully raise a bit of money. Awesome.
3: Well, thanks so much for having me. And yeah, If anyone is traveling along this route, stop by. Who? to hello yeah
2: it'll be great
1: and we applaud everybody for doing that that is hope for horns dan doing his thing how incredible care i
2: know right that is far
1: <laughs> look it's not it's not close <laughs> no <laughs>
2: um, and yeah we are talking about the comrades
1: no it's a cool thing Goodness that he's gracious. doing and it's, it's something that i i said is action you know it's about action so yes, exactly. if you want to do something if you want to make a change if you want to change one thing it's about action and he's doing it he's making a change so we're going to put all of those links up online so that you can follow it as well um care this is the good stuff yeah and every week we search for good news stories because it's important and we i mean we go you go through loads where you're (laughs) sort of searching for (laughs) for stuff that's trending and stuff that's good and and all of those good things um and we try to find the top five yeah we try to find the top five and bring them to you. Yes. We call this the good stuff top five. Yes. And it's, uh, you know, Kerry, will start off with number five and it'll give you something that you can talk about at your water, coolers and dinner. What do we have at number five?
2: A South African has created a little blue box that might help save thousands of homes. Um, Limkani is a social enterprise that seeks to address the challenges of fires and urban, urban informal settlements in South Africa and across the globe. Do you know how many fires there are? No, well we in do. In informal settlements, we and do. How they spread?
1: Every every year this happens, and every yes. year you hear these really, really crazy statistics of how people are. The the shack the one shack fire will light, and it'll just exactly. spread around the whole area, yeah. and it's so dangerous. And our governments aren't exactly helping, and it's it's quite a it's quite a terrible. The
2: relief, I mean, going into something like that, um, a relief operation is it's actually devastating. Detectic. It's not. I mean, and now this is—they've um, developed an early early warning system to reduce the damage and destruction caused by the spread of shack slum fires, in urban and urban So basically, it's like a smoke. De- detector. A smoke detector. So we yep. can't
1: use from what, from what I understand, we can't use the international smoke detectors because mm-hmm. the roofs are too low yes. and it'll pick up like a yep. normal cooking thing. Exactly. So what this guy's developed is this little blue box called Lum. L-
2: uh, Lumkani.
1: Lumkani, and and it. It's almost like a little system that connects to all the other houses. Yes. And if if one ha- house lights up or there's fire or smoke, mm. it gives everybody else an early warning so they can put out the fire in that place and then also protect themselves. Yes. What he's trying to do now is get that connected to the government department yeah. so that they'll know as well. Mm. It's and Cole. He's also young, man. He is young he's but a that's great i mean student.
2: that's that's awesome because what he's making a difference he's changing he's doing something see
1: <laughs> see it's all it's see? all about doing something doing something doing something what do we have number four
2: 280 south african firefighters fly to a ca- flight to canada to help fight back the severe wildfires
1: so we know that there's massive wildfires going in in fort Mac- mcintyre i think it's crazy. called
2: crazy yeah fort mcmurray
1: that's it i was close <laughs> And it's, it's really bad. They, they've sort of said that these fires are going to go on for a couple of months. Yes. They're not going to be able to put them out because yeah. it just keeps spreading and spreading and spreading. So the number has changed. It started off by being 281, but apparently there's 305 300 or some, and something now. Yeah, yeah. of these firefighters that were trained, uh, to fight these specific fires. Cause,
2: yes.
1: I, so from what I understand, our firefighters don't have the same equipment as what they do in Canada. No. So they had to be trained on using these massive fire hoses and all sorts of crazy things that they had to. There was a training camp mm. here in South Africa. And these guys were taken over to help with the fire. Yes. What's quite crazy is like one of the one of the firefighters, her named Sibongile. she admits that she was super scared. Because she'd never oh, seen I'd she, also
2: be have she, you seen?
1: She'd never seen fires literally Jumping across roads yeah. and climbing the tops of exactly. these tall pine trees—it's
2: very scary. It's
1: severe. Yeah. Um, but after her ten-day boot camp and getting trained, uh, she actually said, "I'm not afraid anymore. They've trained us on what to expect. Yes. I'm stronger now. I'm a firefighter, and we in South Africa are coming to help.
2: And then, did you see all the videos and stuff of them singing and dancing? And
1: I did actually. I don't know. If, I don't know if this is going to play <laughs> correctly, emotional. but they. Here we go, this is it, man. Is this it?
2: A little bit of South Africa.
1: So these guys landed in Canada, and this video has since gone viral of these 300 odd firefighters singing a song that just raises hope and strength. Like only South Africa can.
2: Have to go and watch the video.
1: Yeah, Kerry's Carrie, sitting here with Goosebumps. She's like, What? <laughs> That's insane. So apparently the words mean something to the likes of I will win, I will not fail. Mm. Um so I
2: commend cool. them though, hey? Because that yeah. is scary. That is very scary.
1: It's they're going to do a great thing and to help a fellow country and mm. it's it's cool camaraderie. When you look at all the news and all the things that are being shared, when you hear something like this, this is what South Africa is made for. Well this done, is what guys. we're about. Well done. well done to those firefighters. Mm. Go and do your thing and, and come home safely. Yes. Come home safely. That's what do we have at number three?
2: Team took his terminally terminally ill mom to prom and she looked beautiful. <sighs>
1: So and it's an international wrong. story. Yes. Proms a huge thing, and I think in South Africa it is as well. If you look mm, at the, like matric farewells and stuff, very big. And uh, this kid, his mom, um, she she's terminal, and she yes. was in the hospital, and he organised on the <laughs> big box of donuts to ask her to the prom. <laughs> And that video, they, we've got it up on the sites as well, that video they go, his mom goes, you don't want to take a bald, old, sick mom to the prom? And he's like, of course I can. You're going to be the most beautiful lady there.
2: Because he also doesn't know if she will be, uh, she will be at his wedding.
1: That's, that's where it all comes from. Is yeah. that she's not going to have that first dance at his wedding.
2: And apparently she was. Um, she, he said uh, that was the most beautiful I think I've ever seen her that he told abc news i thought about it and i can look back after years and years and remember who i went to prom with i'll know it was with someone i loved who meant something to me
1: pulls at the heartstrings Mm -hmm. but it is it's beautiful and it's cool and you know i like seeing people do what's right and
2: exactly especially at that age
1: yeah we said this time and time again it's the younger kids that are making the waves it's the younger kids (laughs) that are really doing stuff
2: Do it. Continue. Don't stop. Don't stop.
1: What do we have at number two?
2: (laughs) South African double amputee rows more than 5,000 kilometers across the Atlantic in the world's toughest ocean uh, rowing race. What? These guys. (laughs) I'm telling you, South uh, South African Kale uh, Royce has made history in the first all-amputee team to row 5,000 kilometers across the Atlantic and had a Skype congratulations call from Prince Harry.
1: So he actually met Prince Harry because he was in Prince Harry's mm. brigade or whatever in yeah. Afghanistan. And he was over there fighting in the war and um, he, he stood on an IED, I think mm. it's called, mm. and it blew up. And he lost both his legs. He lost a couple of fingers. Um, the story is quite harrowing if you, if you dig into what he went through. Mm. Because th- there's one part of the story where he's lying on the floor after this has happened in the dust. Mm. And he's like in pain and he doesn't really know what's going on. And it's all quite confusing. Yeah. And his, his fellow troopers mm. are not allowed to go near him because protocol, when there's an IED, yes. there's never just one. So they have to get their metal detectors and they have to do a full sweep before And just leave him they there. They have to leave him there. They had to do a full sweep and he was laying literally almost dying watching his mates do a sweep so no one else will get hurt. Sure. It's it's harrowing. And and off he went, he got back into hospital, he spent forty eight days in a coma, in an in- induced coma, and he came out fighting. He's he's a double amputee he's he was like twenty
2: nine years old. Yeah, I'm gonna he's row
1: so I'm gonna row five thousand kilometers to wherever he uh, he the first time he did it was 18 months after he got back from afghanistan yes Um, he's living in the uk now Mm. and and then he became the first full amputee team there's four of them yes and they call they call themselves i think the (laughs) three-legged the three-legged troop because between the four of them they only have three legs three-legged yeah yeah (laughs) and um yeah they came third
2: yeah well that's amazing (laughs) and it's like what the guy said last week the ones in the wheelchair they just, I mean, they're not, they're not disabled.
1: They're differently able. They're differently able. So it's a really cool story. And um, we're going to post that well up done, online guys. so you can well see it done. as well. It's cool. Go South Africa. What do we have at number one?
2: Street sleeper from billboards to sleeping bags. The number of homeless people in South Africa is constantly on the rise. You know what? I was actually driving on the highway the other day and I saw these guys taking down the signs, Those, the, 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 the billboards. And I was like, what on earth do they do with that? They just throw it away because you can't use it. It's null and void. The advert yeah, is over, it's And done. and
1: when you take it off it like probably stretches and yeah. like it doesn't it doesn't look as pretty as when it was up there.
2: So these guys are making sleeping bags out of billboards. You know that like P V C material.
1: Yep. And it so doubles up because yeah, it's, it's, it's a sleeping bag by day. Yeah. And by night. Or by day, it depends yes. when you want to sleep. Yeah. And then when you're not using it as the a sleeping bag, it's a backpack. backpack yeah. And they've built this really incredible thing that's really changing the way I mean, it's, it's really helping people. which It's is
2: 150 rand.
1: You can sponsor it.
2: Yes.
1: I must just say, I put the story up online and I got a bit of flack on one of my Facebook pages.
2: Why?
1: Some woman was like, we shouldn't be giving people sleeping bags. We should be building them homes. And I just want to say to you, if it was that easy, then we would have done that. We would have been building homes. We would have... That, building a house costs a crap load of money. Yes. This is 150 rand to keep someone warm. Exactly. During the winter months, during the cold, during the summer. Like, you want to be warm, warm and safe when you sleep. And the matter of the fact is, in South Africa, we do have this huge portion of our population that are homeless. Yes. So, if there's someone being innovative and doing something amazing, hats off to you. And it's all weather.
2: You. So, the, I mean, the... Uh cold wind rain
1: if someone if, if there's another person out there who's listening right now and if you build houses for the homeless get in touch as well because i will just as quickly put that up exactly we'll speak about the good news i just think it's flipping cool that we're people just trying are doing to help cool them things. as
2: well and they walk around with bags and bags and bags and bags of stuff because they need piles of stuff to keep them warm this is something so small and i mean they, they, what we can't build them all houses
1: uh, well, we, we must can do what we can. We can try.
2: We can try. I mean,
1: you, you, you and I can try if we really wanted to. Let's <laughs> build houses, <laughs> <laughs> Right now, we're gonna we're gonna take an ad break while Carrie uh, and I go and build houses. <laughs> <laughs> this is the good stuff on Club Central. Don't you love this song,
4: Gary?
1: Oh. We can work from home. We could if we wanted to, but we're not, right, Carrie? Hello. <laughs>
2: I love Tuesdays. That's all I'm saying.
1: Yeah, she's not at home. She's in studio with us, which is flipping cool. I Um, would be at home no oh, man we're here <laughs> every every Tuesday we get to um we get to interview really really cool people who are doing amazing things in South Africa who are just you know something, someone who's inspirational and motivational and you can look up to and really cool stories and this week is no different uh, sitting across from me is Chris Page he's a Penguin published author and international speaker who launched a tribute to Nelson Mandela photo competition that ends on Mandela Day which is the 18th of July now I know that's all in our calendars because we all plan to do things on the 18th yes. of July and like I Said earlier on, there's really cool judges. They've got a list about. There's like twenty now. So yeah, twenty four. Yeah. I've seen it gone up. Um, I'm one of them, which I'm super amped to be part of the the list and to to be judging these photos. Um, welcome to the good stuff, Chris. What is this about? What is the the initiative about? Thanks for having
0: me, Brent. Well, um, you know, as as um, you always say, you always like to look in the, at, at the positive. And for months and months, I looked in the media, on radio, and in the newspaper, etc., and all I saw was. Doom and gloom and negative and one thing all after the, the next that brought everyone down. And can, I thought,
1: can I just say because hmm. we we talk about this often, it's it is so all over the place that it becomes part of your existence. And even if you're not following News Twenty Four on on social media, I can I can promise you, for free and for nothing, when you sit down at dinner, there's someone who has yes. and who is talking
0: about these things. Even though it's not in your circle, it's in your yeah, circle. Absolutely. And Brent, I'm a firm believer in everything is energy. So we absorb this energy and it becomes part of our nature. And we, and we, we drag ourselves down and we become um, impacted with this horrible dark cloud of negativity. And I started feeling this and I started getting lower and lower and feeling, why am I feeling so low and depressed? And I realised it because I'm bombarded every day with more negative, negative than positive. So I thought, how can we change this? What can we do to to somehow instill some kind of positive energy in society again? And then I, I, I um, kind of had a th- uh, thought about what Mandela did for this country, which was very positive. I thought, you know what, Mandela Day is coming up. Why don't we introduce some good old Madiba magic back in? in and that's, that's exactly so what it is, awesome. Madiba magic. Madiba I love magic. that. And so I thought, what is it that everyone loves to do? And if you look on Facebook and Instagram and everywhere, people are always taking pictures because. They've all got cell phones now with cameras. In the past, you had to have a camera and take your camera wherever you went. Now, everyone's got their cell phone. So they click away. So I thought, hey, there we go. Why don't we get everyone to take pictures and positive pictures? Positive pictures. Positive Things. pictures, uplifting, inspirational pictures of our beautiful country. And the more you look for something, the more you'll find it. Yes, yes. And So if more and more people can uh, take photos of uplifting positive things, spread the positivity, spread the vibe, and everyone will start thinking, oh my goodness, actually this country isn't so bad. Actually this country is quite good. Actually it's beautiful. That's you beautiful. Ride. And there is,
1: there's so many things that we can look forward to and mm. be positive about. Um, what, what do we do once we've taken the photo? So I've seen something that's really positive. Um, I don't know. I saw a lady helping a guy change his tire because that's what Kerry does. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I took a
0: photo of that and I sent it to you. What happens then? Do it. How do I send it to you? you? Well, you don't send it to me. Um, what happens is we created, um, on the, on the, let me backtrack a bit. So after this idea, um, kind of popped into, into my head and I established a, a team of, of of people um and uh we decided to do a website mm. and this website is is called onedayintime.net and this is the key to the whole campaign yes. is to go to the website there's a section on the website um where it says um register now you would go there you put in your details and you get sent a verification email when you put in your details, you create a password. It's same as if you want to load Facebook on your phone yeah. yes. or Instagram on your phone. Yeah. You have to do that. So you register with your password. You get sent an email. Um, you verify the email. Now you can go back to the website, type in your username and password, and Bob's your uncle, you can upload as many pictures as you like. Oh, then, wow. As soon as you've logged in, it says upload now. And we all can do that. You know how to upload a picture. We all do it on, on Facebook. So you go and find it in your phone or in, on your computer, in your files, and you go upload and you give it a name. Nice, inspirational, uplifting name. And that gets loaded. We launched this on the 1st of May. As of today, we've had almost 350 uploads. Oh, very right. cool. And we didn't expect it to be as, as phenomenal. We thought, you know, we'll get 50 odd, 60 odd and see how it goes. So with the success of this, and with all the uh, media that we and publicity that we're doing, um, we're seeing this as getting bigger and bigger. We want this to not end this year. We want people are very
2: visual. Hey, people are visual
0: beings. Yeah, absolutely. So we thought, um, let's let's run this campaign from the first until Mandela Day. Yes. On Mandela Day, um, our judges will submit. Are you listening, Brent? I'm listening. I'm in, I'm in this. I have, <laughs> I have to know what I have to do. Me too. We, <laughs> are you going to be a, co, uh, a
1: She'll co-judge? Be my, she's always my co-judge, so oh, we're okay. going to be judging together.
0: <laughs> so on, on Mandela Day, um, all our judges, including yourself, will submit your selection of three of the photographs that have been uploaded. So you'll go onto the website and you'll look through all of them. And your shortlist, you'll go, mm, that oh. one's nice, that one's nice, that one's nice. You will then um, send us the ones that you like. We will then um, put it all together in a book, Very and this is cool. a book.
2: Oh, like a coffee table. book. Like bubble. a to-
0: coffee table book called One Day in Time twenty sixteen is so amazing. Every single year, we're going to bring out a new book to remind people in a visual way how beautiful this country is, all the positive energy. So, if you are feeling a little bit low, whatever, all what you need to do page to the, the book. And you go, Huh? actually, things aren't so bad. Well, wow. it,
1: it's not so bad and you're 100% right. I think South Africa is alive with possibility. Yes. There's so much opportunity, beautifulness, and mm. positivity. And when you start looking for it, you'll just see more and more of it. That's, uh, that's uh, right. Which is very exciting. Idea. Can we get that um, website again so we can give it to all our <laughs> listeners so that they can post photos? I'm going to be judging your photos, guys, so you better put it up there because <laughs> yeah. um,
0: I'll have a look at them. Mm. I just want to, before I say that, I just want to say This is not a professional photographer competition. This is anyone who can click a camera on their phone is... You basically,
2: to you basically we, want to see South Africa through
0: somebody else's eyes. Yes. We don't necessarily want all the photographers in the country to enter, mm. although that'll be great, and we encourage photographers to enter. But it's but also
1: about the, just the novices and the amateurs and people who just see that beautiful side of South Africa to share their stories. Exactly. It's a platform for them to share their stories together. That's
0: right. Anyone who can, can upload a picture on Facebook, must do it on the website. Mm. So it is www.one day in time. All one word, obviously. One day in time. Net. Now it's important. net is not dot. .net so that's one
1: day in time.net Correct. we're going to post all of that online as well so that people can get in touch and involved and Super. I want to see your photos. I'm excited. I'm all about spreading positivity and sharing these beautiful stories. If people uh, will you be doing stuff on social media as well? Do you have Facebooks and Twitters and all the rest?: Yes,
0: it's on Facebook. The Facebook um, link is on the site, but it's uh, one day in time essay. Perfect. So you can go there. Um, We're on Instagram as well. So, uh, yeah, check it out. It's all on the site.
1: We are excited about the competition. I'm excited to judge. You're excited to co-judge. We're going to find the coolest (laughs) photos in South Africa. Um, once the books are made, how do we get them? Will it all be on the website
0: as well? Well, that'll be um, in due course. It's going to be published online first. All right. So the first step is to have an online book. Then, um, once, you know, publishing takes a while. Um, we action. we know this. We know <laughs> this. So we will then keep everyone posted as to when um, it, it goes the step further.
1: Fantastic. We'll also keep you posted as to when it goes further. Um, and I want to I wanna have one of our listeners actually get one of their photos selected. So please go and visit the website. Yes. Go and put your photos up there. It's all about being positive. This is the good stuff on Cliff Central. <laughs> I'm busy pushing the wrong button here. It's, uh, it's JT and his new one, which we love. No? That's actually for Megan skews. She tweeted me. That's what happens Ready. when you when you tweet Go me mega. When you tweet me then I'll play your songs for you. Thank That's you. how this rolls. Even Maybe. though it's un radio, we're still allowed to pretend like it's radio. Cute. So Every week, um, we get to meet really inspirational people. We just had a really cool interview with Chris. If you didn't hear it, go back and listen. He's doing really cool stuff for for Mandiba Day, which he's planning now and that you can get involved in just mm. by sending your photos in and, and spreading the positivity in South Africa. It's something that you can get involved in. But Joy from, from Hosp- Hospice Witz, if That's I'm right, great. she's the marketing yes. manager from Hospice Vitz. She's joined us in studio to chat a little bit about the amazing work you do and, um, and what it's all about. And I've, I've said this before you came onto the show, that the only reason um, hospice would be relevant to anybody is if they've had to use it before. That's yeah. if, if it hasn't been in their direct circle or something that they've needed, um, you wouldn't really know what it was or what it was about. Absolutely. It's great having you on the show today. Give us a little bit of insight. What is it that you guys do?
4: Thank you so much for having me here because you're quite right, Brent. Uh, our biggest challenge is actually that the people Out there just don't know what we do And yes. so even when they need our services They don't know to call for help So basically what we do is we take care of patients That have life-limiting illnesses mm. I'll give a couple of examples So it could be cancer, it could be HIV and AIDS Or it's organ failure, so things like renal failure mm. So it's any illness for which A person now has a limited life prognosis So to speak yes. um, The type of care that we provide is called palliative care Which is the management of the pain and symptoms Associated with the illness So What we basically do is we ensure that the patient has quality of life, that they're able to embrace life and live it for as long as they have it. Uh, I think the biggest perception out there for the few that do know about hospice is that we're the last stop, which I would like to actually Break down immediately Because that's not What what we're about We're actually about The journey Mm. So when you look At what we do We're looking at Beyond the physical We're looking at The spiritual The emotional And the psychosocial So we're doing this With a multidisciplinary team So our team goes Beyond just the doctor We also have psychologists We have spiritual counselors We have social workers We have caregivers So it's a whole range Of people That are providing The service At whatever need It's required Beyond the patient, we're also looking at the family And I think a lot of people realize only when they've been affected by it But we go beyond the patient to ensure that the family is understanding what's going on They understand what to expect They know how best to continue to live Because I think no one's ever really prepared for that kind of diagnosis Of either you being diagnosed Mm -hmm. or anyone that you love being diagnosed So no one knows how to deal with it And the team that we have, which we do both either through inpatient unit Or home-based care, which is actually Mm -hmm. the, the bulk of what we do is we, we help you and we equip you with the coping mechanisms and the ability to carry on.
1: Yeah. I think that's the most important thing, what we need to get out of this interview, is, is that it's not doom and gloom. Mm. It's, not, it's not this sad, sordid sort of area. It, it is going to happen at some point to someone, whether it be in your circle or around yeah. that, you know, perhaps it's even it. you. And this is a great, um, it's great educational uh, uh, insight mm. as as to what hospi- Hospice is It's important, we need it, it's part of, it's yes. part of our existence
4: That's true, no, I agree with you entirely Prior to my joining the organisation And I've been there for five years now I wouldn't have known as much as I know now And the reality is once you know You get sucked in, so I'm yes. warning you I'm warning <laughs> listeners, once you get Involved, you get sucked in You can't get Did out you? of it because there's nothing more fulfilling than being able to do something for somebody who's going to benefit. It's true. So, you know, in fact, our greatest ambassadors are, are the family members. Yes. Because what tends to happen is the patient will be on this journey for us. And it may be weeks, it may be days, months, years even. If you look at HIV and AIDS, mm. it's not a life sentence anymore. So we have patients on our books for years. But when that day comes... We're also, they're able to assist with end of life care. And I don't say much about it because that's all people know.
1: Yeah, that, that's so. sort of what, when you say hospice, <laughs> that's what people immediately go to. And yeah. um, your, your institution, is it, is it one? Cause it says WITS, right? So hospice yes. WITS is.
4: So we're hospice WITS because we cover the Vidvatis around the area, which is Greater Johannesburg and Soweto. We have two inpatient units. One is in Houghton and the other is in Dipcliffe and Soweto. Mm. And then we provide care. Like I said to you, our inpatient oh, units nice. are not actually huge. But the bulk of our work is home-based. So we've got a home care team, which includes all those professions that I mentioned going into the home. And also that gives us the ability to interact with the family at home. Uh, We deal with different things. I mean, you know, um, Johannesburg, South Africa in general, there's such disparate uh, income situations. Mm. So when you look at the South and Soweto, we find by and large that it's largely HIV and AIDS there, Mm. whereas the North is more cancer and organ failure. And so there are differences to what we have to do in Soweto. So we have the only pediatric palliative care ward in the country in Soweto, oh, wow. because obviously with HIV and AIDS, it means they're also children that are infected. Um, beyond that, we actually started a, a, an early childhood development center for the children of our, or the orphans and vulnerable children of our patients, because many years ago, we had a patient in the ward who had an unsupervised child at home who got hit by a car playing in the streets. Oh, so knowledge. we, we end up being more than what our core focus is to ensure that we're giving them a comprehensive and full service offering. So we have 94 children that we take for it's, its early childhood development from one to six years. We prepare them for school. And basically, once you become part of the hospice family, like I said, that's it for you. You're it with is. us forever. Really, really that's is. amazing.
1: Absolutely incredible. I am I am very honored to have met you because i'm i'm going through this so it's something that i'm wow. dealing with and it's um it's just it's very comforting i feel almost <laughs> comforted that it's not yeah. a it's not a death sentence and it's and it's, i'm going it's a,
2: like i've been through it as well so it's, it's that, incredible and you, do, it's, you become part of the family yeah and it's like this is insightful i think the thing
4: for me that i would want listeners to take away is mm. most people don't make that call yeah they don't make that call because in their mind they feel like they're giving up But I promise you, it's not what we're about. And in fact, that's part of the reason why maybe when you do call in initially, because I'd recommend that people call in, speak to our intake manager, because the first step would actually be for that home care care counseling it's its mm-hmm. more a discussion it's, it's, the, it's the discussion seeing it's the what your needs are yeah. that's it and, and so it's so important i wish you know people would would be able to let go of that fear that they have because we're so much more it's i because tell they you they don't know what to expect that's it and the most common statement we hear from our patients is if only they had known sooner yeah
1: exactly and that's the information <laughs> that you give if people yeah. want to get involved if they want to get in touch how do they get hold of you
4: there's a whole host of ways. So, obviously, as a not-for-profit organization, we provide all these services regardless of whether their patient and their family are able to pay or not. Mm. So, it means we constantly are having to fundraise to ensure that we're able to provide these services. We do these, this in a number of ways. We have charity stores, which I think a lot of people don't know about. So, that lounge suite that you put in the garage because you've got a new one, what you should be doing I is picking up the phone. Phone us. Yes. We'll even pick it up from your house. The stores actually bring in a third of the income that we need on any given year. So it's, it's the furniture, it's the clothing, it's the toys, the books, everything that you have that you don't use, we could sell. So it's the stores. And then individual giving. There's an option for people to do payroll giving, just that monthly giving. We want people to be able Whether it's 20 Rand 30 Rand 50 Rand That you give a month Because that helps us To be able to ensure That we don't ever have To turn a patient away
1: It's micro activism It's using those little bits To make it bigger And that's that's what really counts
4: um, Give
1: us a website Just so that we can get involved So
4: our website is Hospicefits.co.za It's one word Hospice H-O-S-P-I-C-E W-I-T-S .co.za If that's too hard to remember Just email me Info at hospicefits.co.za I'm hoping for a whole flood of communication <laughs> from everybody. It's that Thank easy. You, We're going
1: to put that online as well so that you can get hold of hospice. But I think it's important. It's incredible having you on the show. Thank you for being Thank here. You Thank you. Um, it's, it's important work that they're doing. And it's, you know, like I said, you'll only become part of it yes. when it's in your circle and you're aware of it mm-hmm. uh, sometimes when we're 31 years old we think we may be just indestructible when this is stuff that we need to know okay
2: exactly
1: it's important um, but it's, uh, also it's not a, a downer it's no. still the good stuff because no. it's about the journey which, yes. which is important and helping others man it's cool uh, CEO sleep Sleepout we speak about it every week we're on our way we're on the journey <laughs> our journey to CEO sleep Sleepout and um, for you guys that have been living under a rock and that maybe don't know what's going on Come we, on, get we, to the program. We are sleeping out <laughs> in the cold winter on Nelson Mandela Bridge to raise money for education in South Africa, for sustainability for tomorrow. Cliff Central's heading up the sympathy sleepout, which we're really, really proud of because it gives anybody in South Africa the opportunity to be a part of it. If you're a corporate and if you want to jump on board, it's going to cost you 800 bucks, and you, you and your whole company can jump in and sleep outside as part of the CEO sleepout today we've got Zolo from Sun International who's joining us and um, they're a part of you you're a part of it Sun International is there
2: we are we're the title partner you are indeed
1: it's very exciting to the have you penis. here um, you're the title partner for 26 CEO Sleepouts. what does that mean to the organization
5: for us uh, the focus on education fits in really well with our social investment philosophy so we also believe that the best way or the most effective way to alleviate poverty is through access to education. So this is a perfect fit with what we are striving to do.
1: It is, I think, for South Africa, if we look at where South Africa is and what we should be doing, the fact that this year is um, all about education is important. Education is the key to our tomorrow, and it's the key, it's such a cliche thing to say, but the future are our children, and that's what we need to be focusing on.
5: Absolutely. I mean, education is a social equalizer. I mean, it creates opportunities for employment, for financial freedom, and just for overall dignity it's, mm. it's
1: absolutely amazing as the PR strategy manager how do you see the message behind what we're spearheading the sympathy sleepout um how does that reach corporate South Africa
5: well I would probably say firstly if the CEOs that are participating they create a perfect platform for information sharing which then um, feeds into staff and mm. it allows staff to engage on the topic as well so by participating um with Partners like yourself, you help us create the publicity that we need out there and spread the word. And the great thing about this year, because it's education and there's four levels of participation, all the way from CEO to um, school, school level, you know, as um, it will definitely get the message out there. And I think as you bring in the younger crowd, they're more technologically savvy yes. and they will you know use their smartphones (laughs) and it will certainly hopefully go viral
1: exactly that's what we're hoping for is that everybody's speaking about the ceo sleep out whether you're a student or you're a corporate or you're doing it just as sympathy we had iq business in here and their ceo is going to be sleeping on the bridge plus um his whole company is going to be sleeping out in their parking lot which is so flippin' cool um why did sun international decide to get involved with an initiative of this magnitude
5: People know Sun International for being this gaming, leisure, and tourism company, and and offering guests luxury experience. And we we are keenly aware that there's such a disparate, you know, b- between rich and poor in South Africa. And a lot of communities that um, live around um, Sun International hotels are themselves impoverished. Mm. So it is up to companies like Sun International to. Be involved in projects that have mutual benefit.
1: I do. I see it, and I'm fortunate enough to interview really incredible people like yourselves who are spearheading these within your company and sort of on on the radio sitting here talking about the cool stuff that you're doing. And it's so important for corporate South Africa, for the people with money, mm. to do what they can with what they have for those who need it most. And that's why, I mean, hats off to the corporates that are doing this. Um, I'm going to do it because it needs to be done. What is the call to action? What do South African companies need to do Right now,
5: I would encourage corporate South Africa to nominate their CEOs to sleep out, and then in turn arrange their own um, sympathy sleep outs the support, um, in you know, the support their CEOs sleeping out there. I'll give you an example for us. Um, I spoke to our Grand Race team; they're getting really excited. Um, in Cape Town, they've got Golden Valley oh, and wow. Table Bay, as well as Grand Race, clubbing together, creating a sympathy sleep out, and you know, it, it impacts so many more people. They're having a soup drive where staff get involved during the day, make the soup with our chefs, and then later on or they're gonna start a blanket drive from around the fifteenth of july. And all you know, everything that is collected will be donated to the to the shelter.
1: One of the coolest things about the sympathy Sleepout is it's not about these big cash donations and the money that that's for the CEOs who can afford it and sleep on the bridges. The sympathy sleepout is about doing something for for the people that need it. So it's all about products, it's goods, it's the soups, it's the blankets, it's the doing stuff for the this people around so you. I know, <laughs> Kerry. So on the night of the sympathy of the CEO sleepout, because it's 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 one of the same thing. But on the night, um, we're going to be. Back Bouncing between Sympathy Sleepout So we're going to be Calling all those CEOs That are sleeping out In their different companies And we're going to be Speaking to people On the bridge Because we're on the bridge yeah. So we're going to be there Talking to everything That's happening at the same time Bringing you live coverage Of the CEO Sleepout South Africa 2016 it be, It's been amazing Having you on the show Thank you for coming
5: Thank you for having me I'm really looking forward To seeing you on the bridge are,
1: We're on the bridge together Right Yeah ah, certainly <laughs> You and I I'm excited <laughs> I'm flipping excited So yeah. every week uh, We have a little change One thing that we do Where we bring the Huddle up girls. These are the huddle up girls. I've got the studios full today. I'm the only guy in studio. Literally only the the only guy in studio. Okay.
2: It's uh, always like that though.
1: Well, no. Sometimes there's other guys in here as well. Um, Always the girls. We have them. our Huddle Up Girls. Uh, I call them a dating site for charities, basically. And it's great that you can be put into contact. Yeah. It's what I do. I bring everybody together. Yeah, so like Hospice Vitz has just sort of her eyes lit up when she heard dating site for charities. <laughs> what they do is they find charities, organizations, and uh, NPOs that are in need of something. And then they find the corporates to marry them. It's quite simple. It's a dating site <laughs> for charities. Girls, welcome to the show. It's always great Thank to have you, you here. What Thank do we have today?
6: Much. Sure. Um, well, we're going to start off with 83 acres, 150 homes, 1,000 children, an early childhood development center, a primary and secondary school, healthcare center, social services, and agricultural development and farming. What? That's an introduction to itself. That is an introduction. Um, what, is, <laughs> what is this place you speak of? <laughs> this is the Live Village in KwaZulu-Natal. And uh, the Live village, uh, village have been able to place orphan and vulnerable children into yeah. family care and foster home environments. Um, yeah, it's a long-term foster care where there are eight homes surrounding a communal play area a fully trained house mother sure. where she's allowed to bring two of her own biological children in, but she will be given six from social welfare. Mm. And these foster care homes basically provide spiritual discipline, unconditional love, caring and nurturing. Wow. Yes. So what's also quite amazing is with their agricultural developments, they've created now enterprises amongst on the property, self-sustainable. It's an eco village. You've got solar panels, what's um, water? Yeah. Control. Solar water heating systems, tanks to catch the rainwater um, that'll be used to flush toilets. But the, I mean,
1: that's so, so on a totally different thing. And, and when we discuss, sometimes we bring up going green mm-hmm. and all of those things. This is important. So it, it's great that it's this place important. is doing it. Everybody should be focusing yeah, on yeah. solar. We and can't sort rely
6: of on anything it's gotta else. It's so got to be self sustainable. Yeah, so. That's Save very exciting costs. that they're doing that. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. I mean, their vision is to produce their own solar electricity as well as to install sewage purification plants. So it really will com- be completely kitted out and a sustainable village, which is, which is yeah, fascinating. It's nice.
1: amazing. What do they need? What, what's, what, what are the needs here?
6: Sure. A lot of uh, corporate or government or billionaire philanthropists, I guess, yeah. the Batmans out there. So to donate money, uh, they have a live village bracelet, which you can purchase for 20 Rand. You can do a gap year where you will spend a year living in the village with the families and the kids. Um, and then you can also do the my school bracelet. Program card with Woolies, where you can choose to donate your money through to them.
1: So three easy ways. One of the coolest things there is is, is expertise. Um, expertise and corporate
6: team building events. <laughs> you can also do that.
1: In, yes. in KwaZulu Natal. Correct, yeah. So for all of our Durban arts that are listening, yes. that's what we have for you this week. Um, we're going to post that all up online so that people can get involved, get in touch and make, make one change to yes. flip and change a lot. Bracelets, where, where do we get them from?
6: You can find them
2: online.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah. So we're going to put all of that online so that you can get it. Um, I actually can't believe that the hour is over. I don't know where it's gone.
2: That is the time That is part of Tuesday.
1: That's when it ends. It's just absolutely <laughs> crazy. Um, I'm going to post the petrol ideas up online, so the top ten, twelve things that you can do to save fuel because the fuel prices just keep going up and up and up and up and up. We're going to help you save a little bit of fuel. One of them is to close your windows to make your car more aer- aerodynamic. Yes. Another one is fill up your tyres. If your tyres are every time you stop at the gas station, make sure your tyres are right. It uses let- less fuel. Don't
2: For, use
1: the aircon. Don't don't use the aircon, but you, we need to use aircon. It's yeah. flipping hot in South Africa, so you know, make a change somewhere <laughs> else. Cheat. Um, take out all that cuck in the back of your car that you don't need there. The golf clubs, (laughs) the bike, the shoes, the bag, the The more weight that's in there, the heavier the car, the worse it is. That's our hour. This is the good stuff. We're sort of done. Uh, We need to stay motivated. We need to inspire others. We're in this together. And the only way we'll get through this is together. I watched Alice in Wonderland over the weekend, and this stuck with me. It's something that she said. It's all about time. Um, So she stood up and she said, I used to think that time was a thief. But it gives before it takes. Time is a gift. Every minute, every second. That's the good stuff for this week. Absolutely epic hanging out with you. I love you all. I love Tuesdays. It's amazing. Only good things, yo.
0: This is
3: cliffcentral.com.